Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. No! If they don't figure it out with Patrick Lyonet, I guarantee Patrick Lyonet wins this battle. Uh, Tortorella will not win it after trading Pierre-Luc Dubois for him. How about that? I know John Tortorella very very well he wears on you he's tough he demands 100 percent, which every coach should but i truly believe you can't coach each player the exact same way this is the rod peterson show it is and we're rolling into hour two coming in hot no opening preamble here dupes let's go and we got andre the moose uh, sitting on the desktop table here Sean Reynolds was with us from Sportsnet, Winnipeg in Hour 1. This hour, John Murphy, the Argos assistant GM, and pending receiver, I guess, current free agent Ricky Collins Jr. Maybe he'll announce which team he is signed with today. Wouldn't that be nice? Uh, We closed Hour 1 by saying, what's an underrated movie? What is an underrated movie? I said Hall Pass. Probably is the most underrated movie of all time. Oh, yeah. I still laugh when I think of lines from Hall Pass, and you're all like, what? You know it. He's doing Snow Angels in the Sand Yeah, but it came out a week before Hangover. (laughs) Terrible timing. Life's about timing, right? Yeah. As soon as Hangover came out, quashed every other movie, and it ran in the theaters for like 10 months. So I say Hall Pass. Ryan Smith's watching in Edmonton. He says, Grandma's Boy, super underrated. Didn't even play in theaters. It's so underrated, I've never even heard of it. Andy Samberg, I think. Oh, you know it? You've heard of it? Oh, yeah. I think so. I think it's Andy Samberg. Bad Grandpa was good. Oh, that that was was very good. Amazing. Anyways, it is a sports show that just popped into my head as to what's an underrated movie. So keep it going in the comments section, Uh, (laughs) YouTube and Facebook, please. And by the way, EAF, whomever that is, writes on YouTube and says, Rod, what's your favorite CFL free agency move? Um, I'll get into that here. Let's just hit the quick six show topics, please, Jordan. Please and thank you. Hey, back to our normal horn. Thank you. Number one, day one CFL free agency recap. We did that an hour ago. I went through all of the teams. The gentleman asked, what's your favorite signing? Honestly, if I'm being honest, James Wilder Jr. to Edmonton. Because I'm just a huge fan. I'm a huge fan of him personally. I'm a huge fan of him professionally. And when he retired from the Montreal Alouettes, none of us believe he was actually going to retire. Did you? No. No, we, we, we assumed he'd come back. He's been doing wonderful things. See in Tampa, right? Yeah. Doing training with kids and, and, and staying in shape. I'm excited to see him uh, take another run at it here. Uh, I'm just calling up uh, rodpeterson.com right now. And just for the benefit of the viewers that weren't, worth, weren't with us an hour ago, nice little summary here put together by the Canadian press. So the Alouettes signing six defenders. Uh, D. Lyman, Almondo Sewell, Nick Usher, Michael Wakefield, and Woody Barron. Linebackers Patrick Levels and Chris Aki. Linebacker Enoch Mwamba is still out there. And as we said last hour, and I'll say it again, I think he's playing a dangerous game, Enoch. He's an Eastern guy. He's a huge part of what the Alouettes are doing, but he wants to get paid. And that's fine in most years. But I think all those funds are going to be locked up here pretty quick. Maybe we'll ask Murph about that when he 
when he comes on with us here in moments' time. Murph. Who said it? Murph. <laughs> Chris Jones. Oh, okay. Murph. I'm, I'm thinking my head's stuck in movies. I'm like, <laughs> I'm thinking Mom, it's a line for a movie. Love! <laughs> Will Ferrell. Veteran American defensive lineman Micah Johnson signed with the Rough Riders. Argos shored up their offense by signing running back John White. BC signed American running back Shaquille Cooper. This is kind of all over the place. It's a bit of a mismatch, but you're getting the point. Ottawa re-signed American linebacker Don Unamba, the president. Calgary signed Canadian quarterback Michael O'Connor. BC signed American wide receiver Lucky Whitehead whom we're big fans of. He won the Grey Cup last year with Winnipeg. 522 yards receiving and two touchdowns. Riders signing Evan Johnson, and my phone blew up yesterday with friends of the family. He's a very excited kid, and he should be. And they'll be able to fill the guard hole there left behind by Dakota Shepley. Uh, They also signed American linebacker Larry Dean. Canadian twins Jordan and Justin uh, Justin Herdman-Reed. Did you see the tweet? Who was it, Clark, that tweeted... I thought that was one guy. Kurt, Courtney Steven, did you yeah, see that? Tweet? Yeah. I thought that was one guy. That's twins? I thought that was the same guy. I just thought it was one guy that was all over the field. Very. That was the highlight of free agency day one. That tweet. Yeah. Riders also signing Lorenzo Jerome, Godfrey Anyaka, and then today signing punter John Ryan. But to me, unless John went to the National Football League, it's not huge news that he's signing with the Riders because there's nowhere else that he wanted to play. At least that was the word in the league. Uh, Winnipeg agreed to terms of long snapper Mike Benson and the Argos signing quarterback Antonio Pipkin. So my sexiest signing, if you will, was James Wilder Jr. to Edmonton. If anybody said that it was a boring day one of free agency, I would advise you to check your pulse. I thought it was very exciting. What was your favorite signing? Um, the Larry Dean signing was good. So was the Almondo Sewell. I like that. You know, I was really curious to see where Almondo would end up. To end up back in Montreal, to end up in Montreal, I uh, I like that signing for sure. And Michael O'Connor too. I'm really, I really am curious to see where Michael O'Connor goes in his career development. I think you know he goes to Calgary. Andrew Buckley was there, the last great CIS Canadian quarterback. I think Michael O'Connor has an opportunity to do more. Again, we'll ask Murph. Yeah. Our intern Alan Lee, the Asian sensation, is hard at it, and. Uh... <laughs> He has taken my question and put a twist on it and said, what's the greatest movie line ever? And I would agree. Some people saying, go ahead, punk. Make my day. Who said it? Clint Eastwood. Yeah. What was the name of the movie? Man, that's going back a long, long ways. Of course, the Terminator. I'll be back. Says Randolph Zora. Another good one from him was, it's not a tumor. (laughs) I like Bad Grandpa when the two when the two kid the punk kids are on stage, right? We're all conference lacrosse, Grandpa. Yeah, the old diabetes conference. <laughs> oh, I got a story about diabetes, and it has to do with CenturyLink Field in Seattle. But I got to move on. Okay. <laughs> Maybe later we'll circle back. Uh, point two. Tuesday NHL leftovers. I got to go from memory here because I deleted the tweet because I made an error in it. And it was, I tweeted that if only Edmonton could play Ottawa 57 times because they've beaten them four times, but they're actually only playing 56 games. But the orders would be unbeaten if they played Ottawa every game. They're now above 500 for the first time. Uh... I said with the Penguins, two former Flyers are now running the Penguins, Brian Burke and Ron Hextall. Somebody got my face about that, and I don't have the time or energy to explain. Uh, Pierre-Luc Dubois in the Saddle Dome last night made his debut for the Winnipeg Jets. His stat line was 0-0-0-1. And he said after the game, even he can be better. And there were some people in Winnipeg jumping on me for pointing out his stat line. I didn't say it was great. I didn't say it was bad. I didn't say it was average. I just pointed out what it was. They took it from there. Yeah. There's still addition by subtraction with him being gone. Um, What else? The Blackhawks. Here come the Hawks. Chandler Stevenson's on a tear for for Canada's team, the Vegas Golden Knights. 
So that's some of what went down Tuesday in the National Hockey League. Point three, Dr. Shahab has confirmed he is the province's top doctor. Every province has one, right? He's ours. And he has confirmed that the Western Hockey League is looking at a Regina bubble. It was at a news conference yesterday. He just confirmed the Jeff Merrick report, but did not confirm that they'd approved it. He sounded positive, though. He said other leagues are pulling off a bubble successfully in this country. That's what it's going to take for the Western Hockey League to do it. So we continue to sit here with our fingers crossed and wait to be deployed. Point four, Dak Prescott left out of the Dallas Cowboys hype video for 2021. I know that doesn't seem like a big deal to you, and I won't go on the big monologue that I did last hour, but it is a big deal when you do a two-minute video from your social media platforms for a pro football team and you don't put your marquee player in it. That's a big deal, especially in Dallas. But I'm with the Cowboys on this one. He chose to sign a one-year franchise tag last year, and now he's not really under contract to the football team. You're not part of the team, Dakota. So that's your choice. So you get a sign long-term. They can be franchise tagged again, right? Yeah. How's your ankle, by the way? He just made a very bad decision, I think, by taking the franchise tag. Like, he was coming off a $2 million a year contract to 32 Was I, what he ended up getting? I know, but he did. they did have such that hot offensive start to the year. Everything was rolling. They're racking up yards and points. They're still losing games. <laughs> but, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens. To the viewer board. They're awake in there today. Who's the guy? Ricardo, the Thai Cat fan, says, I love the Sam Mitchell-esque take on his stat line. So do I. His stat line was zero, zero, zero. And the best part of that is, why don't you do us all a favor and quit? Nobody's saying that, but they might be saying that to Line in Columbus. William May says the Edmonton game was boring. I'm not going to lie with you there, but I'll tell you, if you haven't got center ice yet, NHL center ice, what are you waiting for? So there's a hole in the ice in Ottawa. Did you see this? Yeah. So they're patching it with the uh, fire extinguisher and putting some uh, snow on it. And I just flipped over to the Florida game. And I got introduced to a bunch of new people there and enjoyed that game and forgot to go back for a while. Yeah. NHL center ice is just the greatest darn thing. Oh, yeah. And as people have said to me, how did you go your whole life without having it? Again, if I must, we live in the Bermuda Triangle of the NHL. We're right in the middle of Winnipeg, Calgary, and Edmonton. We're in the rights regions for all those teams. And may I, when you work in hockey... You don't have time to the watch The way you hockey. consume hockey is in highlights at the end of the night. Yeah. You know, that's just the way it works. And my... Yeah, and my favorite teams have been the Coyotes and the uh, Golden Knights. Yeah. And just and invariably every night, one of those three teams here in the Bermuda Triangle was playing them. So I didn't need to pay for center ice because I was getting their games all the time for free. And now I don't get Golden Knights games unless I pay for them. Simple. William May says, Rod, who is or was your favorite Dallas Cowboys player? Really? Troy Aikman, number eight. Always was, always will be Troy Aikman. And the best color guy, too. Uh, point five, where will Cameron Judge go? We didn't spend the time on this that I would have liked. Uh, this is the word in the league, and everybody are, is saying that because he's not coming back to Saskatchewan, that it's some sort of affront to the organization. I don't believe it is. I believe Cam Judge loved playing here, but he's all about getting paid, as is Solomon Elamimian. Who can blame them? So the word in the league is that Cam Judge is in, in pursuit of an NFL deal. If he doesn't get it, he will sign with either Toronto or BC. Apparently, they've got the cash left over. It's evident the Rough Riders do not. It's not a personal affront. I know everybody's getting upset that you're losing your star players. You would think after 111 years of Rough Riders football, you would be used to losing star players. It happens. They don't get used to it. No, they don't, they don't get, get used, used to, to it. it. And to point six, more on bell cuts. I have written down here CFL Network. Making a note here. Um, <clears throat> I don't know what to do Like with all these radio stations getting gassed. It's still the talk of the country. I'm still stunned that Bell would do that at the exact time of CFL free agency opening. And I went home yesterday and I thought I could have refined my take. Like how 
tone deaf it was in three CFL markets, two of your stations being rights holders, to fire everybody on the day that the local CFL team opens free agency. And yes, the business people say, well, we weren't aware of that. That's not our deal. I'm saying it should be your deal. Get your head out of your ass. Open the blinds. Talk to somebody. Instead of sitting there and thinking where we can cut, 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 and affecting 800 lives, if that's the reported number, start talking to people. Get out of your ivory towers. That's the problem with the world right now. With regards to a CFL network, hey, I'm game. I said an hour ago that my wife said to me, hey, you watch ESPN every morning. Get up. That's a lot. It's like this but of American topics, and she said, that well, the NFL's over. What are they going to talk about? I said, they're going to talk about the NFL. You watch, Cindy, for 12 straight months, every single day, they talk about the NFL on ESPN. But the CFL, for the longest time, hasn't wanted that. I still don't think they wanted that. In my role as voice of the riders, it was like pulling teeth to get players and coaches in the offseason because it's their offseason, Rod. We don't want to bother them. We don't want to schedule an interview with them on your radio show. And I'm like, <sighs> that's why when Suter came out the other day and said we all need to work together, could I have made it any more clear? Now? Now they're going to start working together to promote and build and save this league? I don't think so. So I'm sitting here going, yeah, let's do a CFL network. I'm all ears. But I'm not doing it on anybody else's terms but ours. That's my take. What's yours? Yeah, you know, I don't want, like, I can't disagree with Bell deciding to cut the stations. That's a business decision, and I can't comment on their business decision without knowing the ins and outs of the business. But as we talked about it yesterday, the way it went down, it's cold, man. Like, there's so many, and I don't know that I have the right answer on, on how to execute something like that, right? And maybe, you know, for every situation, it's different. But you, you mentioned being tone deaf. Listen, you know, talk to people, um, f- you know, make a decision based like unless you really think that they are literally going to light the building on fire and torch it to the ground. There's a better way to handle it than the way that they did. There's a better way to handle it. It's just not the right way. And it's a bad look. You can eliminate those stations. Well, and we can respect the business side of it. But I mean, there's a better way. Murph is on hold, so we're going to bring him in next. We'll cut out of the warm up early. But what I said was this is Chris Jones style taking the dog out behind the barn and right in the back of the head. And people don't like that. They've been watching Yellowstone. They're taking them to the train station. What does, you know, what Jones says is it's pulling off a band aid. That's one way of doing it. It offends a lot of people, but you want a slow death or you want a quick death? What do you want? So I don't have an opinion on how Bell did it. I, you do. Um, I'm not sure there's any good way to fire somebody. I really don't. But I do love the quote from Terry Simpson, who's become a good friend, former coach of the New York Islanders, Philadelphia Flyers, PA Raiders. He said, once you've been fired enough, you get immune to it. <laughs> I will go along with that. It's like, oh, you don't want me around anymore? Okay, you owe me this money? You got it? Bye. Have a nice life. We're good. Yeah. But for the first time, it doesn't feel too good. Larry in Medicine Hat says, Rod's show is the CFL Network. I think it should be explored, but not today. Murph is in next. Ricky Collins Jr. coming up later. It's the RP Show on Game Plus TV across all 10 provinces and 31 states, live daily on YouTube and Facebook, and listen live for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Oh, yeah. He's back. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Hey, everybody. The Telemiracle 50-50 draw is live now. The online 50-50 for Telemiracle. If you have spent any time in Saskatchewan, you know what it's all about. The Kinsman Foundation is helping people every day improve their quality of life and independence through gifts of mobility, equipment, and medical travel assistance. This year is Telemiracle 45, the weekend-long live telethon on CTV. But COVID has presented a considerable amount of obstacles for the Kinsman Foundation. So we're asking you, if you're 19 years of age or older 
and you have to be in Saskatchewan. So you ex-Saskies, get your family to get out their credit card and buy your tickets. It's one for $20, five for $50, 20 for $100, or 100 tickets for 250 You can purchase them at telemiracle5050.ca. The draw date is Friday, February 26th. We'll be announced at the start of Telemiracle 45 on Saturday, February the 27th. We're growing by about $10,000 a day. I can't thank you enough for rallying to the cause for our biggest fundraiser in this province every single year. We got some people upset at us in Vancouver. That's not new, but we'll come back to that in a moment. Let's bring in Murph, our good friend John Murphy, the Assistant General Manager of the Toronto Argonauts, joining us from the Gulf Coast. How you doing, Murph? Doing excellent. Hi, Roddy. How you doing? Now we're doing good. Happy New Year, my man. Um, hey, the Argos, it would seem, got a lot of business done last week prior to free agency. And some of your fans are going, hey, what are you guys doing? Haven't you been busy enough? <laughs> well, you know, I guess, uh, you know, when, when you've been down so long and, and, and you've been away from the element of interacting with your fan base, uh, you were mentioning it, the, the, the media interaction, everybody's kind of just trying to keep their own business afloat. So it's kind of hard uh, you know, to let people know what's going on kind of behind the scenes. So, uh, of course, you'd always want the action to kind of be on that day. Uh, I think that's, you know, what your fans are expecting is they'd love to to have it happen almost every day leading up to free agency. But, you know, I, I thought the thing in this time frame was uh, when you knew there might be guys that other teams had had stopped interacting with or maybe could not get on the same page with uh, and, and were not sure if they were going to get them back, uh, to be aggressive, um, you know, to reach out and say, hey, if you're kind of uh, at an impasse or don't think the numbers are going to make it, uh, you know, what about being open to a trade? Because then all it did was kind of slide it over to us to where we could fully interact with those players, uh, you know, in a greater way, you know, with pretty much everybody in our organization, then having the ability, you know, to interact with them, tell about the city, talk about the opportunity, uh, interact with the coaching staff. And yet it still allowed the team that traded them to us to then have the open window when, when that opened up. So it wasn't a final decision, you know, by those clubs, but I, I think it was something uh, that allowed us, you know, creatively to start working the numbers and making sure that everything we wanted to get done could still get done within the parameters of our budget. So how are you feeling about your roster? As you said, Charleston Hughes was a big acquisition. You have a new quarterback in Nick Arbuckle. You signed another one in Antonio Pipkin. It's February, Murph. you got a long ways to go. But as we sit here today, how are you feeling? I felt, I felt good a year ago. and <laughs> We never got to, to see it play out. So it's a, it's a second roster. It's like we played, you know, two years straight of fantasy football without ever able to see how it was going to execute itself on the field. Um, but I also think that those those two years are completely different and separated by the factor of uh, you have brand new situations that that occurred. You have brand new potential situations occurring moving forward. Um, so I think sliding in the direction of going uh, and making sure there's a balance of CFL experience along with a high level of competition that we're able to get with no XFL playing uh, with guys in the getting these to work out and maybe uh, get another opportunity back in the NFL is allowed uh, a couple of guys that are surprising to CFL fans see making the jump that quickly to the CFL. Um, and, and now it's about, you know, kind of just finishing off uh, some of the other aspects of, of what you want to do full force at the uh, draft and the, in the Canadian draft and the global draft. Uh, and then waiting to see. I'm uh, very excited that the league and the Players Association, you know, are talking about getting down to talking about the business of getting back on the field. And, and like all of our, our employees, our fans, you know, our coaches and staff, you know, it, it's just we need to get back on the field. Uh, we need to put this fans. Our fans will be excited to see uh, some of the kind of homegrown talent, you know, that we have. Again, over 80 percent of our Canadians will be. You know, guys that were born and raised in the uh, Ontario area. I've seen it work in Calgary. We know it works in Saskatchewan. You know, you keep the young guys, develop them at home. If you can draft them or sign them, it's a, it's a great idea, you know, and something very functional for, for our league, you know, for our fans to be able to support guys that they've watched grow up, you know, in the sport and then have them right in front of you. Uh, you know, so to me, there's uh, better days ahead. 
But the uh, the main thing to remember is the Argonauts have never been in last place uh, as long as they have been starting. You know, that's where we need to build from. That's where our culture needs to change. And they have to have the understanding that, you know, we're, we're not trying to improve. We're not trying to, uh, you know, just uh, be a playoff contender or have a chance, you know, to make the playoffs. You know, we're trying to show up, go 18, you know, in any Argo had, and if you ever want to put that on the field and have an opportunity for it, you have to work at it every day. Some viewer comments here. Jack Fulton, whom you know well, watching in Vulcan, Alberta. Love Murph, great at finding talent, but even more importantly, a great dad. Always a big fan of John's. From Craig Campbell, downtown Toronto at the Hockey Hall of Fame, he writes, Argos! Looking forward to seeing the new signings in 2021. Please add the Stompin' Tom Connors football song to your game day music playlist. Next time you're in Toronto, Murph, you got to go down to the Hockey Hall of Fame. Ask for Craig. He's the biggest Argo fan I know in downtown Toronto. And I know you will do that, because I know you. Um, what can you tell the fans about Cameron Judge, Murph? You drafted him here in Saskatchewan, and I guess he's told the riders he's not coming back. What is his status here on day two of free agency? Yeah, Cam was a guy that we all loved. It was very obvious that uh, his film, in terms of his play level at UCLA and, and becoming a team captain uh, and then just playing through um, the shoulder injury he had you know, in college, but having the willingness to play through be a team leader and, and showing that kind of toughness. Same thing he did early in his career with Saskatchewan. He could have opted to have that surgery early in his pro career, but likely would have missed most or all of his rookie year. Instead, say, uh, you're like, hey, I'm going to play until it pops out a couple of times. And then when the doctors tell me I shouldn't do that anymore, that's when I'll have the surgery. That was a collective effort. Uh, you know, all of us agreed that he was the best player, you know, on the board, and that was very exciting. Uh, I, you know, that was a great draft in terms of being able to uh, get not only him, but then in the second round, uh, Darius Bladek was still on the board and we were able to kind of kill two birds with one stone. You know, from what I know right now, you know, his thing was, uh, I want to concentrate on this NFL workout. It's been something six plus months in the making for him. Uh, if you know Cam, his, you know, his girlfriend, you know, lives down in Vegas. So for him to have a shot of working out for the Raiders, uh, I think it's something very important for him at this stage of his career to see where he stands, to to see what they think of him. Uh, is there a possibility that he could make a go of that? And then if not, he just said, uh, if a team can wait for me uh, and be available, I'll, I'll take that into consideration, you know, when it's time to make those conversations and decisions. Uh, so, you know, for us, it was a very comfortable scenario to say, you know, like, hey, you know, I don't mind waiting for – you know, February, whatever, or March or April or whatever it would be. If, if there's a chance uh, that, that he's interested in us after that, it'll be terrific. And if there's a chance that he can sign with us, hopefully he'll sell tickets. More viewer comments from Miranda Foster. Miss you and Sask, John, going to miss Judge. From Jim Noble, he says, hi. Jim from Lindsay, Ontario. So there's a lot of Argo fans that are tuning in. I want to address your quarterbacks, though. Willie Jefferson sent out a tweet last night saying, how many quarterbacks do the Argos have? And I remember here, Murph, February of 2017, after you traded Daring Durant away, right? You sat across the table from me. We were doing the show at the hockey rink. And you said, if we can't find a quarterback, it's February. We'll be good. And you ended up signing Kevin Glenn and went one play away from getting to the Grey Cup, losing in the Eastern Final. Can you just address the Argos quarterback situation as we sit here on February 10th? Yeah, I mean, this the, the opportunity to, to have things change in terms of Nick Arbuckle has not played another play since the last time we saw him. Uh, what has changed is you did not have to trade draft equity, which was something that early in our time in Saskatchewan, it, Jeremy and I would be sitting there like literally on a daily basis sweating about the lack of draft draft equity uh you know that right you obviously know rider teams were built on offensive and defensive linemen the the draft has always been a huge part of the cfl you know to any successful organization you know the bc lions with wally you know huff and the stampeders any saskatchewan you know run of of years of success has been built off of you know high canadian content and you look at what jim pop did you know, with those teams in Montreal, five offensive starting linemen, and they kept drafting them and having them and having them in plentiful, you know, numbers. 
making a trade uh, of what Calgary was able to achieve to trade Nick Arbuckle was not a move that the Argos could make in that time frame. Number two, he was looking for a contract that, again, felt comfortable. That was the type of investment we could make financially, not in the player, but in the salary cap uh, and to build a good enough team around him. Now we take a 12-month layoff. Here we are again with an opportunity. Things are getting down to the wire. You know, we had conversations with our own guys. We had conversations about who might be available. Honestly, never thought that Nick would come back into the picture because of all the things he's living in, uh, you know, in their, you know, their city. He's uh, involved with all their non-football player programs and stuff. So was very surprising uh, that afternoon uh, on Sunday to, to hear that from his agent that uh, they may not move forward and that uh, there might be an opportunity you know, to speak to him and, uh, you know, anybody, you know, you had Jack Fulton, you know, chime in anyone who's interacted, uh, you know, with Nick off the field knows what kind of person he is, knows what kind of, uh, family member and, and family guy and husband he is and great young family and a kid that really has his, you know, his perspectives in, in perfect order for what you want. If you want to, you're expecting big things from, uh, the way we are, you want to have a guy that's going to be kind of feet on the ground you know, head's not kind of too up in the air, you know, about himself. And, and you heard it in his first interview there. He has not won the job yet. Uh, there will be a competition. And even if he wins it on on throw three or day one or, or play seven, you know, of the preseason game, uh, you know, you're going to get a guy that's going to continue to give you that hard effort, you know, day in and day out. If your best people and your hardest workers are also your most talented players, have a mid shot and when you made that comparison the day that we made the decision that we were not going to get something done with darian and let him go to where he was going and, and let that situation play itself out good things happen because you go back and look kevin glenn has had as good a season he ever had in his career that season and i know it's you know it's sad you know it's <laughs> or the angst is still there as fresh as it was when it happened, if Kevin Glenn does not spike his hand off the helmet, I wonder who wins the Grey Cup that season. Just always going to leave it out there and say it because Kevin Glenn was playing as good as any quarterback in the league that year. Brandon Bridge, we were able to you know acquire him and develop him. David Watford is still playing in the league. Vernon Adams is now an MVP candidate last time we played in the league the quarterback scenario opened itself up because as an organization, we had the willingness to be open to what was available. And that is because each person in their role went out and watched all these guys. Chris did, the coaches did, Jeremy did, I did. And then everybody had a formulated opinion so that everybody's guy almost got a shot to be in the room. Please, again, when you're in Toronto, go down to Mike Hogan's office and say to him what you just said to me about the hit to the head of Kevin Glenn, because he says, I'm always whining about officiating, and we're talking about the exact same play, Murph. Look, we got to go. We're fresh out of time. TV not as lenient as radio. I appreciate this, my man, and stay in touch, please. Excellent. Thanks so much, guys. Appreciate it. John Murphy, Toronto Argonauts Assistant General Manager. I just want to get to a, a couple of Prairie Mobile text messages before we take a break and move in. Ricky Collins Jr., I was asking earlier, what is the most underrated movie? Alan the Intern has added to that. What's the most famous movie line ever? And we've got a lot here. Cleaver in Swift Current writes in and says, Life is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. Well, that, of course, is Forrest Gump. Wayne in Victoria writes in and says, to answer your question about the most underrated movie of all time, I would say Bicentennial Man. I'm not sure I've ever even heard of that. From the 290, Scott in Saskatoon, Deuce Bigelow, Male Gigolo. Now, that was just bad. Not underrated. Movie line, look what you did, you little jerk. Home Alone. And he also refers to Weekend at Bernie's. I think about that movie quite often. And uh, lastly, from Brandon Crow. Hey, Rod. Brandon Crow here in Brandon from the 204. Did you see the tweet from the Wheat Kings yesterday? With the Hextall News, now four former Wheat Kings as general managers in the WHL. Keep up the great work, boys. Keeps the mind fresh during this off time for us broadcasters. Okay, you're going to have to. Kevin Shoveldayoff, Kelly McCrimmon, Ron Hextall, 
Anyone? Anyone? We'll think about it when we come back. And Ricky Collins Jr. too. It's the RP Show, Game Plus Television, across all 10 provinces and 31 states, live daily on YouTube and Facebook, and listen live for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Laid back and kicking it, let's head back to the studio. Here's Rob. Welcome back, everybody. We found the fourth NHL GM that was a former Brandon Wheat King. Kelly McCrimmon, Ron Hextall, Kevin Cheveldayoff, and Calgary Flames' Brad Treleving. And we are asking our viewers, who is the most underrated movie of all time? Stephen Bullock is watching in uh, BC. He says Police Academy. Hey, I loved it. I love Steve Gutenberg, but there were two sequels after the fact, Stephen. So I don't think that counts as underrated. But keep him coming. We're going to Texas now. I'm not sure if it's home is his hometown, Tyler, Texas. But Ricky Collins Jr. joins us as of yesterday, a free agent, CFL wide receiver. Ricky, happy New Year, my man. How are you? I'm doing fine, man. How you doing? Good. This is a guy that could sing I've Been Everywhere, man. He hasn't been in the CFL for that long, four seasons, but two with Saskatchewan, one with BC, and then a career year in Edmonton with 1,103 yards, and unfortunately released prior to a bonus here earlier this month. The fans are all hoping you'll announce your new team, Ricky, live on the show today. Can you do that? (laughs) No, I can't do that today, man, but hopefully um, we can see something happen soon. What's the last 24 hours been like for you? Oh, the last 24 hours has been kind of a uh, up and down battle, like stressful, not stressed, but at the same time, just seeing some of those receivers been taken off the board out of free agency before me. It's like, okay, mine should be coming any day now. It should be like the next call. Because, you know, it's one of those up and down battles. Are you dealing with an agent or no? Yes. You are. Okay. Because Charleston Hughes, I don't know if you saw the interview with Chucky last week, and he was like, he doesn't have an agent, man. He's like, I will never do this again. <laughs> He's like, it's so stressful, <laughs> and feelings are involved, yeah. and uh, that's not dealing with an agent. But can you please speak for all those players that get cut the day before a huge bonus is due? How did it affect your life? We hear about it all the time, but we never hear from the players. What did it do to you? Well, given the fact that it was one of those things where you signed a deal, you know, like contract agreement, and you're looking forward to getting what you were guaranteed and with, with you signing that contract. And then you up and get a phone call of, hey, we can't do X, Y, and Z. So now it's, you take this or you this happens. So it's one of those where it make you second guess, like the nature of the game and the nature of, do you really want to play? You know, like, do you want to put your family throughout this? So it's one of the, that's really a stressful thing to put your family through. Like that's one of the most stressful things I've had to put my family through right now at this moment. Well, I'm, I'm glad to, for the explanation, but I hope you didn't have the money spent before you got it. I know a lot of guys that have done that. That didn't happen. Did it? (laughs) Nah, nah, nah. That didn't happen at all. Okay, good. Well, I know that you're a smart guy. I didn't think that it would, but hey, I want to I want to tell this story just for the CFL fans. I was with the Riders when you came to the team in 2016. You were a CFL rookie, and Jones and Murph were so high on you. And I remember you muffed a punt in the preseason game. Do you remember that? And I was like, Yeah. I was like, Oh man, you get cut for stuff like that. And Murph's like, No, 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 no. And I'm like. He's made the team already. They, they, Ricky has made the team. This is not a debut out here tonight. They have plans for Ricky Collins. They knew how special a player that you were going to be, Ricky. But were you worried at all after that game? Did you think that you would have a long pro career? Um, I mean, you know, being a pro athlete and then you go out there and have a mishap like that, that's always one of those situations where it's like, did I just get myself cut? And then <laughs> to come back and, you know, like play as long as I've played in the CFL, it's really been a blessing, honestly. I didn't think that I would have a uh, long career, a career as long as I did have right now. Well, 
Uh, I guess you would never have known whether you made the team or not. I guess I should have told you what uh, Murph was saying because, yeah, you did go on to a great year with the Riders and then, and then 1,100-plus years in 29 or yards with the uh, Eskimos in 2019. What do you attribute that to, Ricky? Because that's a significant jump in stats for you. Um, hard work and dedication, man. Never giving up on myself, never giving up on the vision that I have for myself and, you know, just keeping a good um, – party around me you know as far as my wife my kids my family then my trainer and close net friends that I have so what's going to tip the scales for where you sign next what are you waiting on man it's you know it's one of those situations where I have to be wanted I have to be wanted I have to feel like I want it I don't want I'm this is another thing that I'm tired of being disrespected you know given the fact of how everything just went down and how everything's going now like i think it's time for me to start getting my respect around the cfl with the given the fact of the stats that i just put up you know so that's all key uh contributors well i think it's a good thing that we're doing this interview today to show the teams that don't know you what kind of guy you are i've always known you as a good guy and jack in uh, vulcan alberta says ricky is right on players deserve more respect Honor the contracts. I would say, gentlemen, respectfully, don't hold your breath. It's it's the way business is done in this league. Micah always watching from Texas. He says, Ricky, great guy, great receiver. You guys played together in BC, did you not? Right. Yeah, and he's got hashtag Texas boys. So, Ricky, what, uh, what would you like CFL teams to know here as you sit here and sort of, I guess, sift through offers, that kind of thing? I mean, if they're going to get a, a baller, you know, it's one of those situations where I put up stats everywhere I go, you know. Um, I'm productive everywhere I go. I mean, I just finished eighth in receiving yards and eighth in catches, so the proof is in the pudding, you know what I mean? Like I said, I go out, I put up stats. I had a career year this year, so they're going to get a baller regardless. Well, and if I may, you're only getting better. Like at 28, right. you're just reaching the prime of your career. It was another thing that Jones <laughs> taught me. He's like, older guys get hurt, young guys make mistakes, rookies make mistakes. You want guys right in that late 20s realm, right? Your mistakes mm-hmm. are out of the way, you're in the prime of your career, and that's where Ricky Collins is right now. So, again, do we have any idea when we are going to get an announcement, Ricky? Are we going to get an announcement? Like, are you coming back? What do we know as we sit here today? <laughs> Am I coming back? Am I coming back where? That's what it is. Okay, good. Well, would you do me a favor and let us be the first to know? I'll definitely let you know, man. You're my guy. (laughs) All right, Ricky. I appreciate it. Say hey to your gal for me and your boy, and uh, good luck with everything. Thank you. Thank you. Ricky Collins Jr. joining us on video chat today from Texas. Uh, One of the biggest names still left on the board in the Canadian Football League. I want to uh, read a sports update before we break and bring dupes back in. Showdown between Canada's top NHL teams tonight. The Montreal Canadiens host the Toronto Maple Leafs in an original six battle at the Bell Centre. The Leafs sit three points ahead of the Habs, but Montreal has a game in hand. Toronto Raptors look to continue their winning ways tonight. Toronto continues a road trip in Washington against the Wiz. Raps have won four of their last five. Dallas Mavericks owner Mark Cuban says he decided before this season began not to play the national anthem before the team's home games. The Mavs played their first 10 regular season games at home without fans. The club had fans for the first time on Monday. Cuban didn't elaborate on his decision not to play the anthem, saying, nobody noticed. And British Open organizers say they have cautious optimism that golf's oldest major will go ahead at Royal St. George's in July. The event was canceled last year for the first time since 1945 because of the pandemic. There is currently a lockdown in place in England amid the rollout of a vaccination program. This sports update for the Tap Brew House and Drive Through Liquor Store corner of Rochdale and Pasqua, and for Ben Cahoon's G2G Protein Bars, now with eight amazing flavors, including the new Almond Mocha. RP Show viewers get 20% off with the promo code RP Show. Order yours now at G2GBars.ca. Viewer takeover next. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus Television Network, live daily on YouTube and Facebook, and listen live for Suds Full Service Car Wash at RodPeterson.com. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. 
you gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Got something to say? You want to add to the show? What are you waiting for? Don't just sit there. Say something. Now, back to the studio with Rod. And uh, Moose DuPont's here as well, joining us for the viewer takeover segment and the face-off coming up. But I, the secret sauce of this show, if you haven't figured it out, is the viewer takeover in the comments, and we interact. But you have to understand, we are not a jukebox that you plug in a quarter and we play your favorite song <laughs> right when you want it. Like, people were, now they all got questions about the Argos. Murph's gone. My suggestion to you is watching the entire two hours, and then you will get all of what you came for. Right. But Ivan Diablo says, is Nick Arbuckle going to be that much of an upgrade versus Caleros? Ivan, you're a huge Argo fan, but come on. Zach Caleros never took one snap for the Toronto Argonauts in his second incarnation in Toronto. So he's gone. Yeah. You can't compare. You should be asking if Arbuckle's an upgrade from Matt Nichols, who incidentally also didn't take a snap. If If Nick Arbuckle was good enough for the Ottawa Red Blacks initially when they acquired him and then signed him, I think he's good enough for the Toronto Argonauts. But let's also remember that it's February 10th. There's many miles to go before we sleep. Yeah. Face off, and then if we've got time, I'll go to more text messages here on the Prairie Mobile text line. But face off is for the ultimate fan zone and the Mad Greek restaurant, and it's about the Patrick Line situation. Rolling over our poll question today, who lasts longer in Columbus, John Tortorella or Patrick Line? They had a spat. Line A lipped off an assistant coach reportedly, and Torts benched him. Question is, who lasts longest? Have you figured it out yet? I, I'm leaning Line A. I'm leaning Line A, and I'm a Torts fan. I like John Tortorella. I like what he's about. I like, I, I, I tend to draw myself. I like guys like that. I'm not like that, like John Tortorella, but I lean that way. But, you know, because it's not the first time with a star, that's why I think Line A lasts longer. I think. You know, the first time they give the coach the benefit of the doubt, the second time they probably lean to the star player. Unless there's a market for Liney to get moved again, which you have to think it'll get it'll shrink, but I think Line A lasts longer. What was the stat? Line A has been top five or six in goals in the last three years in the National Hockey League. There will always be a market for Patrick Line. And that's why if he is doing you know what to the dog repeatedly here. And maybe he's not a good teammate, and maybe he's lipping off coaches. I'm sorry, he'll be gone. And John Tortorella, who has got the Stanley Cup behind his name, will last longer than Patrick Laine. He can't win all of these battles against players, is what you're saying. Yeah, He'll win this one, and I believe John Tortorella will be there longer than Patrick Laine. But it won't. Neither one will be gone this year. The face-off is uh, brought to you daily for the Ultimate Fan Zone. They're your one-stop shop for the sports fans on your list. Memorabilia, collectibles, licensed team apparel, and more. Visit the Man Cave, downtown Moose Jaw, or find them on Facebook and Instagram at Ultimate Fan Zone Moose Jaw. And for the Mad Greek in Moose Jaw, available for licensed dining, takeout, or delivery, head to the madgreekeatery.com for more information. To the viewer board, uh, viewer Andrew Gregg says, Hey, Rod, where do you think Mwamba will go? Sorry to say, Andrew, and I'm not being cheeky. He's going to whomever will pay him the most. But it won't be Montreal. Danny Machocha said yesterday, it's, it's done. He's not coming back. It's to whomever will pay him the most, and you can't blame him. He's an Eastern guy, but I think in this environment, you're playing a dangerous game sitting out waiting for more money when there isn't much money. And I told you I had a story about my dad in Columbus. Okay? Yeah. So the greatest talk I ever had with my dad, he had just sold all his land. This was the NHL draft in 2007. He had just sold all his draft prior to the stock market crashing in 08. I was still drinking back then. I was rooming with my dad at the hotel in Columbus. I left my credit card at a bar called Spice. Don't ask. So he and I walked to this bar of Spice together and had the greatest talk we'd ever had. Said why he'd sold his land. He said, you boys weren't interested in farming it, and I respect that you've got your own career aspirations. You go do what you do and follow your dreams. I'm not mad. A real Yellowstone moment. Wow. And he also said... Listen, I'm sorry I couldn't be a help of you with your divorce. I've been married to your mom. She's always been the only one for me. I've been the happiest and luckiest guy in the world. So I apologize that I couldn't help you when you were going through your divorce. 
I'm like, Dad, it's all right. And we, got, we had to stay over that night. Our flight got canceled out of Columbus. So we go to the front desk at American Airlines, and the lady goes, that's so sweet that you're traveling with your dad. Here's some hotel vouchers for the night. Would you like to room with your dad? No, because he snows like a, uh, snores like a rhinoceros. <laughs> so thanks, but no, it's not that sweet. <laughs> Oh, that's great. So we had this great chat. In Columbus, of all places. We had to go to Columbus to have the best talk of our life. Isn't that crazy? That's cool. Oh, and my dad, by the way, was scouting for the, for the Dallas Stars. So, uh, so there's that. Do you got, can you put up who we've got on the show tomorrow, gentlemen? <clears throat> if you don't mind, a big thanks to Sean uh, Reynolds and John Murphy and Ricky Collins Jr. for joining us uh, today on the program. They were fantastic. Hurry up. Hurry up. Morley Scott will be with us, the voice of the Edmonton football team and mental strength coach, J.B. Spiso from the NHL. That's going to be great. See you tomorrow at noon Eastern on Game Plus. Nerds! (laughs) Nerds! For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.